0: Daily COVID infections have reached another new high of 8,822 cases. And if you think this is high, the, CI, the CECC expects the daily count to surpass 10,000 on Thursday.
1: It said its goal was to flatten the curve and prevent the sharp rise in COVID infections seen in many countries around the world. Let's hear from the head of the CECC. <inaudible>
2: You ask when we surpass 10,000 a day? We'll likely surpass 10,000 tomorrow, so you won't be waiting long. Today, there were 8,822 cases, and yesterday there were a little over 6,000, so there was an increase of some 30%. If the trend continues, we will certainly exceed 10,000 cases tomorrow. If we were to abandon all our disease prevention measures, if we abandon even the reduced home isolation periods and all non-pharmaceutical interventions, then it's possible that within three weeks the case count will be up to 450,000 a day. But we want to avoid this steep rise in the COVID curve.
1: The CECC emphasized that it was not giving up on containing the virus. It also called on the public to exercise prevention and self-discipline to help reduce COVID transmission. Also on Wednesday, the CECC reported two COVID-related deaths involving one local case and one imported case. Taiwan will launch a rationing system for at-home rapid tests on Thursday. Under the system, each person can buy one box of five tests, with each box costing around 500 NT. Customers must present their national health insurance card
0: or alien resident certificate at participating pharmacies and health clinics. Purchases can only be made on designated days, which are determined by the last digit of the customer's national ID number.
3: Amid the high demand for rapid tests a government rationing system will launch tomorrow Present your NHI card and you can buy a box of 5 rapid tests for about 500NT
2: On Wednesday, parcels containing 78 boxes of rapid tests began arriving at pharmacies across Taiwan. At this pharmacy, staff got to work preparing for Thursday's launch of a new rationing system.
3: Around midday, we received the rapid tests that will go for sale tomorrow under the rationing system. The CECC says deliveries will be made daily. Each delivery contains 78 boxes. That's enough for 78 people, for 78 families.
2: Under the government's new isolation protocol for COVID contacts, each person must take at least five rapid tests. To meet this surging demand for tests, the government is rolling out its rationing system ahead of the original May launch date.
3: There were problems with the supply and the price of at-home rapid tests, so we'd like to announce that the rationing system for rapid tests will launch tomorrow at pharmacies everywhere. A total of 4,909 pharmacies and 58 public health clinics in remote areas are part of the program. Rapid tests will be available for purchase with an NHI card or with an ARC. It's one box per person. To reduce crowds, people whose ID ends in an odd number will only be allowed to purchase tests on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. If your ID ends in an even number, you can buy on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Both odd and even numbers can purchase tests on Sundays.
2: In the first wave of the rationing program, 10 million boxes containing 50 million test kits will be distributed.
1: You
3: get five test kits per purchase. There are five tests in the box. It's not necessarily the case that every single person in the family will need five tests each. Families can just buy one box or two if they're a bigger family. That should be enough.
2: To ensure equal access to test kits, each person will only be allowed to purchase one box. Customers cannot present multiple NHI cards to purchase several boxes. The government has launched an online map showing rapid test stocks at pharmacies so that buyers don't end up making a trip in vain.
0: 67,000 people were released from home isolation on Wednesday as a new protocol for home isolation came into effect. The contacts of COVID patients can now leave home isolation after three days instead of 10, although they must take four rapid tests
1: after their release. On Wednesday, large crowds were seen at Taipei City Health Centers as home isolators tried to collect free rapid test kits. Some were kept waiting for more than an hour and still went home empty-handed.
2: Big crowds and long lines. People flocked to health centers on Wednesday as the government eased isolation rules for contacts of COVID patients. Contacts now have to isolate at home for just three days. After that, they can go out as long as they test negative in a rapid test every day for four more days. On Wednesday, many people came to pick up tests for friends and family. 都还在那个就是
3: It's a new policy, so everyone is still adjusting to the new rules. He asked the person at the counter, and it turns out I can get standard rapid tests for him, so it's okay.
2: Some people were able to collect four rapid tests with no hassle at all, but the process was less smooth for some people who had already been released from isolation, as their information was no longer in the service center's system. Unable to pick up their rapid tests, they had no choice but to wait.
3: We have the proper documentation, but they can't find us in the computer system. They're not accepting our isolation papers as proof. It's such a mess. Why don't they just get in touch with the borough warden? Wouldn't that be faster?
2: Five or six staff were tasked with explaining how to use the rapid test. It took between 15 minutes and an hour to help each person, as every individual circumstance was different. One man said he had isolated for 10 days under the old policy, but that he had at no point received a government notice. He said he didn't receive the two rapid tests he was supposed to get.
3: I had some at home. Now I'm picking up more, because there are still four more days.
2: Under the new policy, about 67,000 people were released from isolation on Wednesday. For those who experienced chaos at the health centers, it was a rough return to normal life.
1: The CECC has discontinued its real name registration system for venue entry effective immediately. Under the system, people had to provide their real names and contact information before entering public facilities and places of business so that they could be reached if needed during contact tracing. The end of the system comes amid a COVID surge that made it hard to
0: conduct traditional contact tracing. Instead, the CECC is encouraging people to download a mobile app called Taiwan Social Distancing. This contact tracing app notifies users if they were recently exposed to a confirmed COVID case. So far, the app has only had about 8.2 million downloads, which is a long way from the target of 16 million. A power outage hit some 1,000 households in Taipei's Nangang district Tuesday evening. Thai Power said the blackout was caused by a disconnected feeder line and not by an insufficient power supply.
1: Even so, with the weather warming up, public concern is growing over whether the grid can keep up with demand, especially during the hot summer months. In response, the economics minister said
0: that more generators would be brought online in the coming months to help stabilize the power supply. She said that this year, due to ample water supplies, hydropower can be used to add 1 million kilowatts of electricity to the grid.
2: power staff rushed to make repairs. Around 8 p.m. on Tuesday, the lights went out along Section 6 of Zhongshao East Road of Taipei's Nangang District. The blackout affected more than 1,000 households. Some businesses turned to candles to continue operating in the dark.
1: <laughs>
2: Complaints poured in from affected residents. Tai Power says the blackout was caused by a substation feeder line that got disconnected. Last night, Taiwan's operating reserve had stood at just 2 percent, nearly hitting the threshold for power rationing. Locals fear that more blackouts will hit as power demand peaks in the summer.
3: There was a blackout not too long ago. Nowadays, with the pandemic, people only go out to eat and buy daily necessities. If there is no power, people will be very hot at home. After Dragon Boat Festival, I keep all the ACs running. If there is a blackout, I would lose about 5,000 NT a day.
2: The restaurateur estimates losses of up to 5,000 NT a day in the event of a blackout, which would cut off the air conditioning, cooking ranges and fridges. Amid rising COVID numbers, more and more people are working from home or undergoing home isolation. That's put additional pressure on the grid. According to Thai Power, the power supply alert has flashed yellow since April 18th, with the operating reserve standing at just 8.97 percent on Wednesday. Last year, peak power demand hit 38.84 million kilowatts. This year, it's expected to go up to 40 million kilowatts. That's an additional 1.16 million kilowatts that the grid will have to supply.
0: Yesterday,
3: there was a malfunction at a generator in Taichung. A pipe broke. This year, we are in a better position compared to the last because we have greater water reserves with which to generate electricity. In addition, many big generators will be brought back online to keep the power supply stable.
2: The economics chief said a malfunction at Taichung power plant had sent Taiwan's reserve margins plummeting. She added that with water reservoirs at high capacity, Taiwan would be able to generate an additional 1 million kilowatts of electricity. Even so, that leaves a shortfall of 160,000 kilowatts, which means that conservation could be key to getting through the summer.
1: The American destroyer USS Samson sailed through the Taiwan Strait on Tuesday in what the U.S. called a routine operation. So far this year, the U.S. Navy has sent ships through the Strait roughly once a month. Amid this
0: latest show of U.S. support, Taiwan military released new details on its biggest war games of the year. The 38th Han Guang exercises will be split into two parts, a tabletop exercise in May and a live fire component in July. Defense officials say that this year's drills will incorporate lessons learned from the Russia-Ukraine war.
2: A standard missile is launched from the guided missile destroyer USS Samson in a display of firepower. The U.S. military has confirmed that Samson transited the Taiwan Strait from south to north on Tuesday. It's the fourth American warship to sail the strait this year. The U.S. deployed the USS Dewey in January and the USS Ralph Johnson in February and March. Occurring at a frequency of once a month, the routine is aimed at demonstrating U.S. commitment to a free and open Indo-Pacific.
3: During the ship's transit of the Taiwan Strait, our military had a full grasp of all movements in the sea and airspace surrounding Taiwan. The situation was normal.
2: Amid this latest show of U.S. support, the Defense Ministry has released details on this year's largest war games. The 38th annual Hanguang exercises will be split into two parts, a tabletop exercise and live fire drills. The tabletop exercise will simulate possible Chinese strategies for invading Taiwan. According to the ministry, the exercise will factor in lessons of the Russia-Ukraine war when assessing issues related to combat readiness. The live fire component will be based on the outcomes of the tabletop simulation, testing Taiwan's capabilities against a range of scenarios and enemy actions. The five-day drills will use real combat gear, and a portion of them will use live rounds. On Wednesday, the ministry was asked why it was replacing its computer-simulated war games with a tabletop exercise.
3: We are borrowing a lesson on defense operations from the Russia-Ukraine war. We will convene important cadres of Taiwan's military who will engage in face-to-face discussions over tactics so as to obtain a consensus on combat strategy and the deployment of forces. This will be conducive to the development of combat strategies and provide specific points of reference for future war preparations and military building. As for the combat training exercises, we will incorporate the capabilities of the Coast Guard into the drills whenever appropriate, in line with the needs of defense operations.
2: With tensions high as ever in the Taiwan Strait, the Defense Ministry is looking to Ukraine, as it works to bolster asymmetric defense through this year's Hanguan Exercises.
0: China has instated strict lockdowns in many parts of the country as part of its zero COVID policy. The restrictions have had a major impact on operations at local firms.
1: Taiwan's AU Optronics, which has a laptop panel factory in Kunshan, Jiangsu Province, says the city's lockdown has reduced production by
2: 30 to 40 percent. <laughs> Our workers in Kunshan are being restricted, and we can't get the materials in on time. That's affected our operations by 30 to 40 percent. The U.S.-China trade war and the COVID pandemic, especially the two years of the pandemic, have repeatedly challenged the resilience of global supply chains. When certain areas are affected by natural disasters or disease outbreaks and supply chains fall apart, other countries have to be able to rebuild those supply chains immediately.
1: Most Taiwanese businesses based in China are in the ICT sector. Nearly 90% of them are involved in laptop and desktop production, primarily in the Chinese cities of Shanghai, Quinshan, and Suzhou. The Lithuania Product Center has opened at the Taipei World Trade Center's Exhibition Hall 1. It's a display center with some 200 products such as food, beverages and laser technology from the Baltic state.
0: The showcase is aimed at promoting products from Lithuania to distributors in Taiwan to deepen trade relations between the two countries. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang has more.
2: Three, two, one, Spain!
0: At the grand opening of the Lithuania product center, the economics minister said that trade between Taiwan and Lithuania grew by the double digits last year.
2: Last year, bilateral trade volume was not huge, reaching around 170 million U.S. dollars. But this was a 23 percent increase over the trade level in 2020. Lithuanian beer and chocolate are particularly popular among Taiwanese Lithuania is particularly strong in laser technology that's an area in which Taiwan can deepen its industrial cooperation with Lithuania
0: to promote more Lithuanian products the government inaugurated the Lithuania product Center on April 12th the center contains a collection of Lithuanian products such as food drinks laser technology biotechnology and wood products
1: in
2: 我们这段时间积极的... We have been proactively assisting Lithuania with the import of their products to Taiwan. In addition to their famous beer and chocolate, there are many new products in the showcase, such as wood flooring and beauty products. We've brought in 22 brands and 200 products, so there's quite a rich collection. From January to March this year, we've imported more than 10 million U.S. dollars worth of products from Lithuania. Regarding our packaging, it's a specially designed limited edition package that commemorates the friendship between Taiwan and Lithuania.
0: The Lithuania Product Center will be open at the Taipei World Trade Center until the end of the year. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Liu Botong
1: in Taipei. Champion badminton player Wang Lin captured the hearts of Taiwanese last year when he and his partner won gold at the Tokyo Olympics. Now he's turned to a new pursuit.
0: The 27-year-old Taipei native has released a single, He's long had fans clamoring to hear his singing, but this is his first professionally produced release. Is Badminton about to lose a star in his prime? Let's find out.
3: gold medalist Wang Lin sings a rousing ballad in a professional recording studio. He's giving it his all, and we're here for it. He's a match for many idol singers. Wang is no longer just a badminton player or Olympian. Now, he's a singer too. He shared the song Kite with fans on social media. His music has been financed by an alumnus of his old elementary school, internet retailer and celebrity Mr. 486. Wong has often shared clips of himself singing on social media and fans have been clamoring for a track. Wong says he's excited and happy to be considered a singer. But though it's a dream come true, he's not up for a change of career. He belongs firmly on the court. Right now, Wang and Double's partner Li Yang are training hard for the upcoming Thomas Cup. They'll set out for the contest in Thailand next
0: Tuesday. Are you a fan of Pili puppetry? This Budaishi glove puppet saga is a cornerstone of Taiwanese entertainment.
1: The TV show has been a favorite among young and old ever since its genesis in the 80s. Combining glove puppets with CGI, the show has a special Taiwanese flavor.
0: Now for the first time, Pili puppetry is carved into Taiwan's sand. A sand art exhibition gives fans the chance to meet characters up close and personal on the beach.
3: Su huan the Glove Puppet meets with a live-action Su huan Lots of us grew up watching this puppet hero on his adventures, but we've never before seen a sand art Su huan
2: The hardest part is the incredible complexity of all the details on the puppet. The design team had many discussions with the P Li team to simplify some details. We wanted this version to show consumers our commitment to Taiwanese culture and our collaboration.
3: A sand artist carves out the sculpture, cut by painstaking cut. With all the folds in the clothes and reflected light to consider, creating this one sculpture takes two and a half months. In a test of mastery, the team is making 36 separate sculptures of Budai Shi puppets. The result is a testament to two art forms in
1: one.
2: We can acquaint more Taiwanese people, young people, with Taiwanese culture through their tourism. You can meet the Pili heroes and get a greater understanding of our homegrown Taiwanese media entertainment and get more interested in it. Together, we can all enjoy the Pili Budai Shi puppets.
3: Budaishi is not always a major stop on a relaxing vacation, but this spring, you can enjoy a cultural immersion along with a refreshing trip to the beach.